Hey everybody, it's Lee Foster here from Revitalize Connecting People and welcome to this week's episode of Revitalize Meets where I get the opportunity to meet business owners and key influencers from across the UK business community. And today I've got the great pleasure to be with a gentleman who is the author of Gregor the Golf Ball. He's also part of the supported development team of Crossreach. He's been part of Crossreach now for two years. His previous experience and roles was worked in the golf industry with Edinburgh Leisure for 25 years as a greenkeeper and also golf duty manager and corporate partnership officer. Can you please welcome with me today for Revitalize Meets the one and only Mr. Ewan McIntyre. Ewan, how are you today? I'm good, thank you, Lee. Uh, really appreciate being here, so thank you. You're more than welcome. Ewan, I've got a bone to pick with you to start with because you're okay. talking about being the author. And I noticed the author, Gregor the Golf Ball, is actually James Cobbin. Yes. Could you shed a bit of light on the difference with the names, if you don't mind? Certainly, don't, no problem at all. James Cobbin is, in fact, me. Um, James is my middle name and my mum's maiden name. It also happens to be my granddad's name, um, who I, I never met. So it's a little bit of a, a tribute to him and, and to my mum as well. So... Oh, that's um, lovely. Hopefully that clarifies it. <laughs> it certainly does. Thank you very much, Ewan. Really appreciate it. Oh, James, Ewan. Anyway, yep. we'll call you Ewan. <laughs> Ewan, you've been doing some great things with Gregor the Golf Ball, and I really want to find out today, would you mind telling everybody the inspiration behind Gregor the Golf Ball? What made you develop and write this book? Sure. I mean, uh, the original concept was uh, a few years ago now when I was working in golf and part of my role was looking at junior development. Um, so I noticed that there was a lot of great initiatives happening at schools and primary and primary schools um, with foundations maybe going down, teaching kids how to play golf, etc. But to me, there was nothing to inspire children before that to make them want to play golf, to warm them up, so to speak. Um, and I was, uh, I lived in Port Seaton uh, at the time and was fast asleep. And at three o'clock in the morning, a picture of a golf ball with a smiley face popped into my head. And straight away, I got up and started writing a story, um, decided to call it the golf ball Gregor. And that was it. It's moved on. It's moved on from there. So that's that's the original inspiration. It was a, a book to inspire children that maybe haven't really thought about playing golf before um, or their parents aren't interested in golf so they've not had that they've not had that lead in. I think it's really, really big about what we're talking about it's the inspiring generations really and I think that's what you have been doing the generations that you've been inspiring across the board. What we spoke about briefly before today's interview was chatting about the the did you know part of it all and I would like you to shed a light on the inspiring that who you have inspired with Gregor the golf ball for children to start playing golf is that a yes yeah sure i mean uh, i've had a uh, i've been lucky enough now to be in contact with quite a few foundations um and parents etc so I'm, I'm getting a lot of a lot of feedback from parents um i think the the, the best bit of feedback that i've had so far and i i, I take this on a, a great level is um a parent that I'd asked to, I'd asked for feedback on the book when it was still in the the early stages, shall we say. So it was just recording the, the story um, and putting it out. So I asked a couple of people on LinkedIn 
if we could help out. People that I don't know, so they've, they've no loyalties or allegiances to say, oh, this is this is great, love this idea. Um, so I just put it on FaceTime, LinkedIn, does anybody want to give me some feedback on a, a children's book um, idea that I have? Uh, a guy got back to me who had two kids that were two girls, I think they were about seven years old and nine years old, and they played golf. So they had a wee bit of an interest in golf in the first place. Sent the recording to them. They loved the story. They were really engaged with it. They actually worked because it was during lockdown. They did some homework around the book. Um, so it expanded it a little more. It was more of a learning point uh, and engagement moving forward. But the dad got back to me and he said, I'm going to also trial it with like a girl that comes to our house that doesn't play golf and doesn't have any interest in golf at all. She thinks golf's for boys, that's it. So, because he was interested to see what it would be like coming from a, a non-golfer point of view. A couple of days later, he got back to me and he said, "June, this is unbelievable. Um, the girl came to the house, because um, I think her mum's a key worker, so she was coming during the day. She listened to the story. Um, she had a wee chat with the other, the, the other two girls. And before we knew it, she was in the back garden, designed her own Gregor the golf ball, and was chipping golf balls backwards and forwards. So it was completely turning a non-golfer, non-interested person into believing in um, the, the power of Gregor, shall we say, um, and giving golf a try, which is which is great. And some of the other feedback I've had, I've um, worked with, a, been in touch with the Euro PGA um, Pro Tour, who again loved the boot and put it on social media that it was a must-have for for every junior golfer, which is great to think that uh, an idea that popped into your head at um, three o'clock in, in the morning <laughs> is now being uh, recommended by the, the PGA Euro Pro Tour. The other uh, really interesting side of, of things is I've been in touch with the um, Ailes for Autism Foundation in America, who again um, read the book, but it was ideal for the, the children that they, they work with, and they've actually recommended it as a resource for um, parents to buy to use for the um, to use for the kids. So, yeah, the feedback that's coming in has been has been great. Absolutely superb, you and it's, it's a great testament to yourself and how that's working and how that comes across as well. But one of the biggest ones you talked about it was overcoming obstacles was just one of the areas that you've been supporting many with on that one. Can you expand a bit further how you've been in this book? I mean, you mentioned it before, just in that little bit about, you know, from the PGA, et cetera, but obstacles and discussion points, especially with mental health. Yeah, sure. What you'll, you'll see in the book is that it's, this is a young golf ball. It's never played golf before. So every single shot, that is taken as a new adventure. He doesn't know what's around the corner. He doesn't know if he's going to stay in the fairway, whether he's going to land in the rough. And the experiences that he has when he's there um, invoke a, a lot of different emotions. Um, one of the, the things at the start of the book is Gregor's been sitting in a, a basket full of his brothers and, and sisters for months waiting to be picked out by a, by a golfer. He's heard so many exciting stories about life in the golf course, but as yet, has never experienced any of them. So they're just sitting there bored, not knowing what's going to happen next. Um, a mum and a son come into the golf course. So this is a, a junior golfer that's never played golf before either. So they're actually learning together. Um, and 
Bigger gets picked out of the basket. Now, this should be a really exciting time for him. But at the same point, he gets really worried all of a sudden um, and he starts having doubts. Will I, will I even enjoy golf? Will I be a good golf ball sort of thing? Um, eventually in the book, he gets, he gets lost in the rough and he, he's starting to feel anxious. And it's a, a great way to discuss with children. You know, have you, have you ever felt like that? Or, or if you do, who do you, who do you talk to? So there's, there's lots of areas in the book that can be reflected into like a, a child's journey in life as well. And I suppose a lot of things is turning what can be seen as negative situations into positive ones. So for example, um, Gregor lands um, in the bunker and he loves it, it's really comfy, it feels great. Now, landing in a bunker can seem like a negative experience because oh, it's, that's not great, but Gregor turns it into, he tries to get out, Peter takes his first shot, he thinks it's great, but he lands at the top of the bunker and rolls back down. So the emotions are like, whee! Magic, <laughs> I ended up exactly where I started, but it was really fun getting out. Now, again, just going back to that initial feedback that I was saying from the, from the parent, um, to expand on that, he told me that he took his daughter out as a caddy for the first time on the golf course because they usually go to the driving range. So I, I don't know if it was his, his youngest daughter or uh, his oldest, but they were seven and nine. And when he landed in the bunker, straight away she ran up to him and she said, Dad, don't worry, Gregor says these are really hard to get out of, but it's fun trying. And that, to me, is, is gold. It's brilliant. It's, it's reflecting back to situations that Gregor's been in using it in real life and telling other people about it as well. So trying to keep them sort of calm. Yeah. I think when you're talking about that as well, it's, it's, you're looking at, you're engaging the children in the conversation, but you're also encouraging, massively encouraging, especially with the sense of mental well-being as well. You're encouraging learning at the same time yeah. there, Hewan. And I think that's really, really important. But you've also been inspiring creativity with the children out there, they're, they're being creative by not looking at it as a negative proposition that they're in or position yep. that they're in. It's looking at the positive side of it, which is a real, real good area to be into. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Now you mentioned a few achievements and I would like you to share what's been your biggest achievements to date over the last two and a bit years from development stage, right way through to delivery stage where you're at right now. What's been your biggest achievements so far? Um, I think the, the biggest things I've had with the book, I mean, the, this version of the book has only been um, probably on the go since the idea popped in my head in round about May. I did have a, a, an original book um, which I brought together for, for free, so I hadn't spent any money on it. Um, I put it together through publisher. Again, I'd, I'd had really good feedback on it, but it never gone any further. And probably during lockdown, I asked myself, "Why? What can I, what can I do to to improve this?" Um, so again, I totally rewrote the story. I changed the changed the storyline. Introduced a few more characters um, to the book as well. So as well as the um, son, the the mum, which used to be a dad, so I changed that to a mum. Um, the goal starter, Gregor, and there's a big scary crow. Um, in the book as well. So I looked at different ways of doing it. I changed the, the, 
the way it was written as well, because beforehand it was always written in third party, so Gregor was placed on a T, Craig had heard this. Now it's not, now it's written as Gregor. Um, and that was, that really opened up how the illustrations could be done in the book as well. So it, because originally it was, it was just Gregor the golf ball and how he saw things um, or heard things, now Gregor's telling his story of his first ever game of golf. So the, his imagination can run wild. So, for example, when he when he goes flying off the tee for the first time, flying through the air like a superhero, you can have a cape on him, sort of thing, because it's his imagination. Nobody else is seeing this. It's it's him. It's how he's how he's telling the story in his head. So, I think the yeah the biggest things have been getting a, a, an illustrator on board, Kayleigh McCallum from from Glasgow, commissioned her to do the the illustrations really working on the book for the last the last few months of, of really concentrating on how does this how's this wording sound is this is this inspiring enough what activities will I put at the back of the book working with Kaylee to find out what pictures or illustrations work and what don't and what tweaks you need and yeah really bringing it together to come to a, a finished product that really looks professional and inspiring has been uh, inspiring not expiring sorry <laughs> has been a massive achievement so to come uh, to come from an idea that's been in your in your head for years to come to now to what i would i would call a, a finished product and what will hopefully be the first in a series um of books which all have different messages behind them and the other thing that's a great achievement is just the the feedback that you that you have, like we've we've touched on, that it actually does what it's meant to do. It inspires children, and there's there's nothing like this out there at the at the moment. I think the the other thing that makes this a unique book is there. There's also an engagement plan. I mean, it's all about keeping kids uh, inspired. So they want to play golf. We want to build confidence as well. So all the way through the book, there's, there's little things of rules, like Gregor lands in the, um, lands in the sand and he hears Peter's mum says that he, he can't touch the sand with his club um, before taking a shot, which makes it even harder. So then he's sitting with an air of suspense to see what would happen next. When he lands in the rough, he hears... Peter's mum saying, um, you've only got three minutes to find your ball or you'll have to use another one. So, of course, she starts counting down the time, 20, 19, 18, and it's just making everything fun. So it's learning little things in, in ways. So I would call that a really big achievement as well that, you, that changed the way that the, the book's written altogether. So it's all about learning, but it's a, it's a two-pronged um, sort of attack that you have that, yeah, you can inspire kids to play golf, but yeah, you can also not. No matter what, not every child is going to want to play golf after it. But it's fully inclusive because if you use this book in schools, you can still do other projects on it. So, as I said, like discussing uh, mental health or anything else to keep kids engaged. There's um, an engagement plan that runs beside the book. So, if for example, the book was going out to schools or golf clubs. Um, and you were you were going to do start lessons in two weeks' time, so the the kids would all be given the the book. They'd be asked to go away and read it. 
there's discussion points at the end of the book, which is Gregor's questions. Uh, and the last one is, what would you name your golf ball and why? And you turn over the page and there's a golf ball that you design and you name. Now, when it comes to signing up for a lesson or going to the golf club for the first time or the, the golf club coming into the school, quite simply, you'd have a, a basket full of golf balls in the middle of the room. You'd have some Sharpie pens next to it. And you say to the kids, did you do your homework? And they'd be like, yeah. Um, great, what do you name your golf ball? Go and draw it. So they'll go up and that gets them that wee bit ownership on the ball as well and starts to bring the game to life properly. Now, when I'm talking about building confidence, it's not confidence necessarily just in golf. It's about life skills. So you would then, before every lesson, ask one or two kids to stand up in front of the class, if they felt comfortable, to say what they named their golf ball and why. So this is a, a great opportunity for kids to, to get creative, tell a really, really funny story, build their own confidence, but at the same time, you can check on learning because more than likely they'll talk about, but it's what the golf ball likes to do the most and why, they'll talk about something they learned at the previous lesson. So you can check if that's been instilled to them or not. So for example, I um, this is Emma, the golf ball. I named her Emma because that's my little cousin's name and I really like my little cousin. And she likes, um, she loves it when she lands in the bunker because it's really fun to try and get out of. Um, but we know how to do it. And that's uh, that's that sort of thing. So it's keeping it's keeping children engaged. And if, yeah, the biggest achievement's definitely been the definitely been the feedback um, that I've had, knowing that if, even if the book's inspired one person um, either to, to talk about mental health, relate to uh, relate to Gregor um, on that journey, or play golf, then um, that's me. I'm happy. Well, it's it's a great achievement. <laughs> celebration to yourself and especially when you look at the not just the the interaction you got with it the confidence the life skills but also the mindset and we spoke about that before it's having the right mindset when they're going into a, a game of golf but also having the right mindset when they're going into life at the same time so it is giving them so that confidence that building so really well done you and you've done a, a grand job and many people need to start to read this book and especially with their their kids to actually understand how it works and how I can get them involved into this. But could you share with everybody, because you went through the development process from start to middle to finish to delivery, what would be your top three tips of somebody out there who's watching us and listening to us today who would want to think, do you know what? I want to write a book right now. I've got a great idea. What would be your top three tips to them? Okay, nothing like put me on the spot. Um, well, first of all, I would say it's really important that you believe in what you're writing about. So it's, it's really easy to have a, an idea pop in your head and go, oh yeah, that sounds, I could write a book, a book about that. But it's a lot of work. It's, um, there can be a lot of knockbacks. Um, and I think you've really got to be passionate about what you're, writing about because it's not just like Gregor's game of golf it's not an easy journey and there's going to be lots of obstacles in the way if you're if you're wanting to do it and you want to um get a, a great product or the best product that you can um at the end of it I suppose number number two would be don't be afraid to ask for feedback Feed, feedback's a massive gift 
it's you can't ask for anything more but what you need is for people to be honest with their feedback and i think that's where a lot of people aren't they'll say they all oh, the books it's absolutely brilliant it's great love it right so and nothing else happens it's it's really important to get honest feedback and i was this time round, i was really really lucky to get some really really honest feedback um from guys like um Gordon and uh, Forbes at Newmark or, or Greg Greg Friel um, as well, which was great because it changed my mindset and it made me think differently. I think I was I was asked why um, why don't you bring Greg to life and, and give him arms and legs? I'm like, those golf balls don't have arms and legs. But start, they wouldn't fly through the air as easily for a start. But it was great because I then adapted that feedback to go, no, it, it makes sense that I could do it from his perspective and his imagination. So it means that I can bring the ball to life in different in different ways and add a superhero cape or him talking about his emotions and stuff. So don't be afraid to ask for feedback, but don't feel you have to take everything on board, interpret it whichever way you want because it's your goal, which is my last. So the point is it's, it's your goal and it's your vision. So have an end goal of who your target audience is, what you want to achieve, but don't be afraid to detour slightly on the way as long as you're, as long as you're making it to the end because you never have it right first time. I, I thought I had it right um, the first time years ago, but there was, it was blatantly obvious that I had made mistakes or I could be more creative with what I was, with what I was doing. So, yeah, I, that's... If, if anybody can, anyone can give you feedback, and you can you can get honest feedback. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. And don't be afraid because you need you don't want all the feedback to be positive. You need some negatives in there because you, you you're not going to have the finished product straight away. I think it's right what you say as well, though, Ewan. It's like set your goal that you want to achieve, the objective that you want to aspire to. You can always deviate from the route. But your route to destination, it'll change and adapt as you go along, but the goal will always be there. The goal is there to achieve. But you have but, to be adaptable to move with which is a, feedback. Ex exactly. And it's exactly the same as a game of golf. You know where you want to go. That's your end goal. But there's going to be lots of deviation on the way. You could be in the rough. You could be in the fairway. You could even be in the water. It's, you, just, you just don't know. It's how you, it's how you adapt. To the, to the changing environment around you um, and try and keep keep positive all the way because if it's meant to happen, it will. That's true. And it's all about this course management we talk about as well and make sure you're planning and preparation before doing anything to set that up the right way of what you want to aspire to do is extremely important. They are great three points there, you and thank you so much for sharing those. Everybody's watching and listening to us today. So what's next, Ewan? So we've talked a lot about the Gregor Golf Ball, where it came from, the inspiration, that wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Great. Everybody's been there. We've all been there. Woke up with a great idea, write it down in a notebook. Um, some great, did you know, some great achievements. You've done a grand job so far right now. But what's next? What's the next chapter? Mind me saying that. The next chapter to Mr. Ewan McIntyre. Um, the next chapter is more, more books. I've got a, a, hopefully a series of at least four planned, which are all different life 
stories as such um, to keep children engaged and maybe change the, the mindset when they're younger. Obviously, when I worked in golf and we had a, a, a wee chat about this, um, we noticed a lot of things where golfers wouldn't play because it's uh, it's wet or it's too windy. And you looked out in the car park and there was one or two cars there. Um, so the next book is planned is Gregor Plays in the Wind and the Rain. Um, and that's to show that golf's a game for any weather. It just presents a different challenge. And again, you can you can relate that to, to life. Um, there's lots of, there's going to be lots of little learning points in that. Again, where learning rules is fun. So for example, uh, Gregor, we dropped off near the hole by what feels like a magic carpet, which is a divot. And you'll hear Peter's mum or dad in the background saying that if you don't put it back, it loses its magic. And that's just ways of children going, right, I have to put that divot back to where it came from or um, it won't work anymore. So there's um, that'll be the next one. After that, there's Gregor joins a, a golf club, which is where he'll, he'll bump in all his friends and family that he leaves behind in the basket in the golf shop. And again, that's golf's a, a great game on your own. But it's even better to meet friends and, and socialise. And Gregor joins a golf club is uh, the last one I have planned at the moment. And that's it. Um, it's not all about winning. It's fun to take part. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's where we are at the moment. I would love ultimate goal. I would love to have Gregor as a, a recognised junior um, brand. I think there's, there, there's definitely a, a massive gap in the market for that. Um, but, yeah, it's just getting that... Um, it's just getting that wee break, so we shall see. Superb, and I think I wish you all the very best for the future, Greg. Because I think what you've done there is you've you've planned your route to success. But most importantly, we spoke about prior to today, and also today's real theme all the way through is how you've inspired generations. And I think that's exactly what the book series are going to do. You're inspiring generations to move forward, and it's it's great to talk about mindset. Great to talk about the focus. And also what you spoke about there with the, the clubhouse, the team, where together everybody achieves more. Uh, I think that's so important. So I wish you all the very best. Thank you. Everything that's coming up soon. And it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know you. And I'm looking forward to supporting you further as we move forward into the world of golf, because I'm going through my mindset at the minute, trying to get my game a bit better at the minute as well, which we've, we spoke about. Um, but absolutely superb. Thank you so much, Ewan, for spending your time with me today. Really appreciate it. It's okay. Thank you very much for having me. Much appreciated. You're more than welcome. And thanks for being part of the Revitalize Meets series. Thank you to everybody who's watched and listened to us today. And we really look forward to welcoming you back to the next Revitalize Meets, where I get the opportunity to meet a business owner and key influencer from across the UK business community. We wish you all the very best. Keep healthy, stay safe. And myself and Ewan, we'll see you very soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.